Welcome to the press conference mixtape, cassette four, bringing you the pressing playlist nobody asked for. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. How about you? Yeah, doing good. Um, short short break between episodes, two mixtapes in a row, but um, I've got a feeling this is uh, this is going to be one that uh, the, we really enjoy. Yeah, I think um, this was a great chat. Um, obviously, once it's out, it'll become apparent while we're dropping it on a Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. But no, this was a great chat. And yeah, really keen to kind of get another episode out. I think um, I know we had what well, was it, every Tuesday, um, yep. every two weeks, but that's kind of been thrown out the window the last few months, um, which is fine. It's been good to kind of just churn them out. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying the uh, the spontaneity or the spontaneousness of uh, releasing whenever we really want. So we dropped one on a Friday and now this one's coming out on a Wednesday. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. Maybe we'll drop one on a Thursday next time and really spice things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what have you been up to? I know you had um, you had a bit of a you had a good weekend. Yeah, had a great weekend. I caught up with uh, with our friends Nick and May from over in Western Australia, our um, our number one international listeners. So um, <laughs> yeah, they were over in Melbourne. We uh, hit up a couple of record stores and and hit up the Cornish Arms for um, for Palmers. Lovely. Yeah. Um, absolutely spewing. I, I didn't make that one, make the trip over to Melbourne for that one. Um, but my weekend was saved. I went to the Imperial Fest in Ooh, Sydney nice. and Bloom headlined that with Bellhaven. Uh, a bunch of other, you know, local bands from around the country went. First time seeing Revoid, which was awesome. Um, and a few, yeah, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great day. So it kind of, um, although I was shattered, I couldn't be there with you guys. Uh, it was awesome seeing Bloom. And they, they played three new songs. So sick. Oh, I'm stoked. I'm and so I keen the to recording, see But, oh, man, great songs. Best songs they've written, in my opinion. <laughs> I'll go now. That's a big call. But, like, they're just, they're just improving. So that's that's awesome to see. Hmm. But, yeah. Anyway. So um, your latest pickups, are you get anything on the weekend or since we spoke last i did so i actually picked up four records over the weekend three of them was a pickup from one of our, our friends aram yeah. uh so i bought uh transit blues by the devil wears prada um which i was keen to get um i know i gifted you a copy of this but i finally got myself a copy of old world harm by worthwhile very nice uh, and i know they're a band that we've plugged a hell of a lot <laughs> on this podcast so please go yeah. listen to them if you are into the whole melodic hardcore thing um, but probably one of the biggest surprises of the weekend, I picked up the love EP by the comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I was getting a black smoke, but Aaron, um, being the legend, he is actually, um, threw in the blue nebula, um, which was awesome. Like I was not expecting it completely blew my mind. So, um, yeah, great weekend of pickups. Beautiful. That nebula is amazing. It's one, probably one of the nicest ones you've got. A hundred percent. And I think like blue is my favorite color. Um, and it just looks great. So I was so stoked to get it. Uh, I've spun it, I think two or three times now already, um, since I got it on Saturday, but yeah, it was a great pickup. I had a fourth pickup, but I'll talk about that scene. Nice. What did you get? Um, so we hit up a, um, store in, in the city called Goldmine Records and yeah. they had a plethora of great stuff right in our wheelhouse. Um, 
a whole heap of really cool stuff. They had um, Newfound Glory, Nothing Gold, Nothing Gold Can Stay, mm. a copy of Jane Doe up on the wall, um, The Academy Is, um, A Real Boy, stuff like mm. that. And um, I picked up a copy of the, Mon- uh, the Monroe Doctrine by Farside. Okay. Like a early, a late 90s, early 2000s emo rock punk group. Yeah. And I got Survival is for Cowards by the Casket Lottery, which is um, that same era, very similar mm. sound. Um, it's an ex-Coalesce band. So the guys oh, from Coalesce cool. moved into the Casket Lottery. And that's yeah. it's one of the best-sounding recordings of an album that I think I've heard. Really? And yeah, Jeremy Bond talks about it all the time, about how that's like the benchmark for that for the scene at that time. Yeah. And it sounds awesome on vinyl. Um, I got a couple of other things, like I got the Portrayal of Guilt uh, self-titled 7-inch, mm-hmm. which is like a, an alt cover and a milky milky white 7-inch. Uh, yeah. It's of like 75, so I was pretty stoked to, to track that one down. And I got um, a crow left of a murder by Incubus from oh, that's right. from yeah Landspeed Records in in Canberra, and that's a pretty pretty big find because it was still sealed at, at retail price. Yeah, it's like limited of two thousand yellow vinyl numbered music on that's vinyl really press. Yeah, so I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, nice. You've 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 been busy. Yeah, <laughs> lots of stuff coming in. I think it's actually good. My incoming list has dropped. I know I still don't have a proper list and one of those that needs to get one, but my incoming list has dropped big time. Like, I don't think I have a heap coming anymore, mm-hmm. which is actually quite nice. <laughs> so I can just kind yeah. of enjoy what I've got and the few ones I have coming. So Sweet. Yeah. Uh, moving so, into, do you want to talk about pressing suggestions? Or? You can take it. You can take it. Okay. I'll take it. So I'm actually doing a throwback this week. Okay. So uh, the week that this comes out is the 15th anniversary of Thrice's The Alchemy Index. Oh, okay, very good. So um, if any, if you don't know about this set of albums, it's a it's like a, a four-album collection. Um, mm-hmm. It's a concept album. Um, so each is uh, one, el- one element. So you've got fire, water, earth, and air. Mm. Um, really cool concept album. There's a really cool story behind it where they'd actually been signed to a major. I think it was like, I'm going to get it wrong. It was like um, RCA or something like that had mm-hmm. actually signed them. They recorded it and then they got dropped. Oh, really? So, yeah, and then once they'd recorded it, they self-produced it and then Vagrant picked them up without even listening to it. They just trusted them. Good. And yeah, it's a it was one of the great concept albums. Um, you'll hear like our mate Chuck talk about it all the time. It's like mm-hmm. one of his favorite releases by them. It's also a great vinyl package. It's in like a, a leather bound book with the mm. four 10 inches in there. Um, so I'm super stoked to have that. And I've been actually listening to it in the like accidentally in the lead up. And yeah, so I'm really, really stoked that it's been around for 15 years. It's kind of pretty cool um the two songs i've got for this is uh the sky is falling and that's off the air album yeah and the other one is fire breather off the fire album so uh we'll pop them in the playlist yeah cool 
I think um, that like, I think I'm still on my journey with Thrice. I think mm-hmm. we've spoken that Fisu um, has been one that I've really, really liked. Um, but that was really it. And now I started going back to the start and like the illusions of safety and things like that. I'm listening to. I haven't made my way through to the Alchemy Index yet, but every time you talk about the elements, I, I remember watching the. Uh, fucking tmnt cartoons yeah <laughs> so i just i need i need to get into a, a mature headspace to listen to those i think yeah. um because yeah i just can't get my head past that i thought you were gonna say captain planet because it's the same thing no i could have said that i could have said um the last anyway. airbender or something like i could have yeah. said anything but no nah, those tmnt uh cartoons are all so yeah no it's a good pick mm, and you've got you. you've got this right on vinyl yeah, yeah. I had written it off. I thought I'd never get it, and then they did a repress, and I was—I didn't even think twice. Snag was the first press on. also in the leather-bound book and everything? Yep. So there's exactly three. The yeah, there's three presses. Uh, one's a splatter. Yep. The, the first two are splatters, and then this one's like um, like color and color, so almost like blobs, but they're not quite blobs. They're like okay. smashes almost. That's cool. Hmm. That's really cool. Well, my uh, feature album this week is actually one that came out this year. Um, cool. And I, so this band I saw on the weekend, essentially, and ever since I saw them, I haven't been able to stop kind of listening to them. Uh, I've listened to all their music um, for a long time. And, and so the lead singer I actually went to high school with and, and, you know, we used to see each other a lot of gigs throughout, throughout the years, right, since we left high school. And... Yeah, I don't know what happened this year. So much music's come out. I just haven't kept up. Um, and I saw the songs live and it completely blew my mind. I picked up the vinyl. Um, so it's actually from Atlas, who played it in Peril Fest. And the EP nice. is The Wound, The Blade. Um, awesome. Awesome EP. They're like live. They are incredible. Uh, and it was the first time I've seen them live too. Um, they... I don't know how to articulate it. They are one of the most impressive bands I think I've actually seen in the local scene in quite some time, you know, and from a live performance point of view. Well, they're so talented on stage and they're so tight in regards to what they're all doing. The guitars are amazing. You can hear that on the EP and you can see that on stage from a vocal point of view. Um, I think they had two like proper vocalists, one main vocalist, but um, another guy sings as well. And they're both just so switched on. Uh, it's just incredible. I think what I'll, I'll, from a genre point of view, I'd probably put them in more of a heavier metalcore kind of category, nearly bordering yeah. deathcore. But what is different is the vocals um, that Nathan does on this on this EP and, and really all their songs. It kind of goes from these really guttural like growls to these amazing screams and even like kind of a lot of hardcore screams as well. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. Um, and the backup vocals as well. Are just just really really clean and, and and adds a lot to each song and yeah it's um it's been on repeat since that day to be honest so I had to kind of use it for this week yeah worthy pick uh, the vinyl looks awesome as well yeah it's just nice it's kind of it's kind of like the headwreck splatter it's kind of mm. like this clear with white and blue really kind of thick wet looking splatter it's awesome yeah um, it's definitely re- the same splatter as the vices splatter. From oh yeah, it's just like that, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, my favorite track on the the record is "Synthetic Heaven." It's probably the most melodic, hardcorey one of all of the songs they have on there. It kind of builds in a really good way. 
Um, but the other song I really loved, which fuck, I don't know how to say this properly, is Comthazine. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it was one of the lead singles off the EP. Um, it's an absolute banger in live. It just rips. So, yeah, I had to put that this week for my feature album. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll get them loaded up. I guess yep. moving into our our interview today, and I guess our mixtape. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty big name in the in the scene as we discovered through this this chat. Um, he's uh, he's met a lot of people. He knows a, a lot of people in the scene and has some yeah. really cool stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like you'll hear some amazing stories that we've got coming up. Um, he's obviously been around the scene for a long time. Most recently, he is one half of Summit Distro, um, who've been absolutely awesome in the last nearly two years now, um, pressing records from bands that we've probably wanted for a long time. Um, most notably for me, The Bride. I'm not sure. What's your favorite Summit release so far? Probably Past Tense or The Bride. Yeah. All Vices. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all three of those are pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was really great having um, him come on the pod. Obviously, there's a bit of noise today, but we'll talk through that later on. Um, but yeah, enjoy the chat today with Jamie Archer. So, uh, Jamie, welcome to the pod. Thanks for coming on. Um, how you been? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk music. Yeah, you've got a yeah, great I mean- list, man. I'm super yeah. pumped to get into it. I reckon I edited it like... 10 times, like it kept changing, adding, changing. It's so hard to pick 10 songs. Yeah, I think um, we've had this chat a few times, Dave and I, that we're lucky that we haven't had to do ours because oh, I don't yeah. I don't even know how people do the 10s. Maybe we've made it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there was like 20 at one stage and just trying to break it down, but I got there in there. I think even 20 would be hard, honestly. Like if you had 20 songs to put down. Like yeah. whittling, whittling everything down to twenty is still pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your top fifty. <laughs> You'll be there all day, all yeah. day. That'll be a, that'll be a long episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh we usually have some questions to kick off with um yeah. before we get into the actual episode, just to get to know about you a bit more. Uh, and the first one's pretty broad. Uh, so how did you get into music? Um, it's always been in the family, like everyone's always listened to music and I remember like um mum would just be like, Oh, if you like that, I'll go buy the C D and it was just so chilled and just got to listen to everything I wanted to. And yeah. So That's we sick. started young, like I wish I'd was I remember it, was it all... my first... Yeah. I remember buying my first CD when I was like six or seven with my pocket money. Nice. Yeah, for yeah. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, um, Silverchair, Frog Song. Oh, nice. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And so have you always kind of been into more alternative, maybe even heavier music? Is that always kind of been what you've gravitated to? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I remember, like, back in the day, like, listening to Silverchair, Metallica, and, like, then we, like, watched a lot of BMX and motorbike DVDs, and they had heavier music, and that drew me my attention to it a bit more. Instead of just all the pop shit on the radio, so yeah, that's awesome. I I remember skate videos doing the same for me, so uh, I feel you there with the with that stuff. Yeah, but like now, pop music's like cool as fuck. Like bagging it, yeah, as kids, 
and always going to pop music now. It's funny how it kind of comes around, hey? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And just, like, Dad was real big on, like, Pearl Jam, Nevada. So that yeah. was always playing around the house, which is cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. So what was the uh, the first record you bought, the first vinyl? Um, I think it was Youngbloods or Break Even the Bright Side. So that's when I sort of started, like, then it just, I looked into it more, like more bands are doing it, so then you start buying them and next minute you got, like, 1,500 records. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that where yeah. you're at at the moment? Uh Probably like 1,200, 1,300, I think. Fuck. So, yeah. That's nuts. But I haven't been, I haven't been buying as much. Yeah. I think we all get to that point at some stage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit short of 1,200, but that's still fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, it's actually back-to-back weeks. We had Matt Farrow on last week, and his first record was Youngbloods as well. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that the other day. Like, that was a good listen, that's one. Yeah, Matt's, Matt's yeah. Um, got some good stories with all yeah. that. So, um, well, so I guess with that being your your first record, what was your most recent? Um, I think it was Counterparts was my last record that came. Yeah, nice. I think the one like a couple of days beforehand, I got the the Loon Ghost Test Press. So, oh, how's that sound? Yeah, it's fucking pretty good. Yeah, it's probably the best. Like, it just sounds so heavy. Like, it's so good. Yeah. And you got your new table recently, too, so I bet everything kind of just yeah. sounds at a bit more yeah. crisp than it used to. Yeah, then I, I upgraded to the, the blue 2M as well. That's a big yeah, nice. difference. Yeah, nice. uh, and we were talking just before Counterparts, you reckon, album of the year for yourself? Oh, yeah, I reckon it's up there. Or I really like um, Thornhill and Antag. They're probably the three albums I keep going yeah. backwards and like listening to a lot. I really like the Thornhill record. I really see yeah, it. it's unreal. It's one of my favorites too. We're big fans. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people are talking about it enough. Like, I get oh, I it's know. different, but fuck, it's so good. Yeah, I reckon it's their best album. Yeah, I think I'd nearly agree. Yeah. So, what was the first gig you went to? Um, I was in year five or year six. And my brother took me to Silverchair, the Neon Ballroom tour. So, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that was at, I think it was the Horden in Sydney. So, yep. Are you from Sydney? Yeah, I was born in Campbelltown. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah. It makes sense that you go for Penrith. Yeah. Well, at least I don't, I don't, I don't want to go for West Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a very grim yeah. life. Yeah, they don't Surely we don't have too many West Tiger fans listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one I know that goes for him is my dad. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I rub it into him all the time. So how's he been? Like, yeah, obviously the Panthers had a few good years. Is uh, he loving it? Is he kind of getting around the Panthers or? No, nah, he hates Penrith. I think because <sighs> like, he just says like, I'm a bad sport. I'm like, no, I'm not. You're just, you just go for a shit team. <laughs> I, know, I know we talk about music, but why did you jump on the Panthers? I think, like, I was just, like, probably, like, three or four years old, and I was just looking at the animals. I'm like, oh, Panthers, they, they're pretty cool. And then just yeah. from day one, like, the only team I follow. Okay. Nice. I guess in light of that, what was your most recent gig you went to? Um, I went to Lily's Paramore set. 
I've heard a lot of stories about that over the past Mate, week. I heard it was pretty good. She needs to be in a band. She's she's fucking good. She can sing. Yeah, she's had a great in the videos I saw. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my last one. Then, oh, what did I go to recently? Um, Speed. Uh, the Plotting You. That was insane. Oh, how was that? Yeah, that was sick. That was really good. I, I saw videos of the uh, speed at um at Stay Gold. Like that didn't even yeah. look like Stay Gold. There were so many people packed in yeah. there. Yeah, they put up uh, pool noodles around the the post. Fuck really? Yeah. That's oh, would mean that's so good. People would have died. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, yeah, I don't think I know anyone that's gone to a speed show and not walked away with a crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jackson! Every time he's like, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Busted his nose or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stage driving or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we want to know what's the most unique purchasing story you've got in your from your record collection. So like a cool story or something that sticks out in your mind. And I know you've got some cool stuff, Jamie. So uh, I don't. I don't know about cool stories. Like I've been gifted a lot of cool stuff, but um... yeah, that counts. Yeah, like gifted, that's all right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like one year, me and my mate Cameron Offy were in Resist, and we're talking to Graham, just talking about just normal shit with him. And he's like, oh, I've got something for you. And I'm like, oh, what, like a test press? And he's like, yeah, give me a minute, and comes back with like four parkway tests. And he's just like, Merry Christmas. Thanks for all the support over the years, like. So he gave me um, Deep Blue, Atlas, Ira, and Killing Me With A Smile, Test Press. So that's Ooh, pretty insane. That's, um, that's crazy. I think he was like, oh, you're the only one outside the band that has these copies. So it's pretty cool. I'm sure you get people messaging you for them. <laughs> no, because they're not actually on my Discogs because I can't be bothered listening to them. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's 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 a power move I've heard one. Yeah. Then like people would be hitting me up all the time, so I just I can't be bothered. I'm like there's some like, stuff like your, um... you, you don't want people to know you have because you're just gonna get messaged all the time about it. Well hopefully there's no like parkway simps that are chasing those tests after this, uh, so they'll, they'll be just, hitting you up. <laughs> just Shawnee T. Shawnee T keeps hitting me up. Uh. And I'm like, nah mate, they're going to the grave. And I know, I know talking about tests, you also have a Chasing Ghost test, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I got that uh, for free. I flew Logan one year. So, That's crazy. Yeah. I think most of my Amity tests uh, have been gifted. I think I've only bought, I bought Misery of Aaron. But yeah. Yeah. Nuts. You can get them for free. That's always good. Oh, yeah. But, that is very good. Yeah. <laughs> some crazy, uh, yeah, there's some crazy records. I know that we've spoken at like, gigs when yeah. we first met and stuff, and I was just like, fuck, that's, yeah. that's nuts. I think my like my favorite record is my Misery Signals box set. I'm like, that's just, that will be going to the grave for yeah. sure. I was going to say, no spoilers. I was going to ask if, if you did have that later on. So Yeah, oh, um, yeah. yeah I do. <laughs> I actually only got it at the start of the year. Like Nick from um, Caution Thieves hit me up and said, "Would you like to buy it?" Because he knew 
it's been on my list forever. Like I gave up looking for it because I'm like, it's never gonna. I'm never gonna get it. But now I got it, and I, yeah, it's like my favorite piece. So, yeah, that's surreal. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome box too. I know one went up yeah. on the magic wheel, and we were trying to buy all the tickets and then yeah. it fell through and never saw yeah. it again. So um, it's once in a lifetime purchase. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And those four albums are just, they're my space. Yeah, yeah. So I guess well, let's get into the music. So the playlist, thank you so much for um, putting it together. Like we mentioned at the top of the app um, before we get into it, do you want to talk us through your approach and what the theme is for it? Or if there is one, um, well, when I first did one, it was just a lot of hardcore in it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of boring. Like, it's just, I wanted to go from when I started listening to music throughout the years. Because when I listen to Matt's podcast, I'm like, oh, the way Matt did his was so well. Like, because it was started when he was real young and worked his way mm. through. So, yeah, I sort of just started when I was got in the music, like when I was like six or seven. And just slowly went through the years, like, to where I am now, like, what seemed like everyday listening. And it's a lot of older stuff I still listen to because it's mainly the memories from back in the day, like, the, and the yeah. friendships you made, like, is a, the most meaning for me over the years. No, absolutely. And I think well, Dave and I were talking, like, throughout the week listening to it. Yeah. And it progresses really well. And yeah. I think before we even talk about it, I'm keen to know like how that yeah. that progression happened, but it feels real natural. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's a great, it's a great yeah. list you've got. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I've been listening to it throughout the week. Like just, I just put it on and listen to it. Good songs. Great songs. Great songs. Great songs. So should we get into yeah. the first one? Silverchair yeah. Madman. So um, a great pick, but also an instrumental track and, um, just a really awesome, because when you think Frog Stomp, you think in the singles, but, um, it was great pick to have Madman in there. Yeah. Like I remember like just hearing that, like being so young and like, I would just have it on repeat and mum would always be like, Oh, not this song again, not this song. So <laughs> I'd just sit there with headphones on for like hours just on repeat. Cause it's just, it's just insane. Like. Just everything about it is just fucking so weird to think like 15, 16 year olds wrote that and like it still goes hard now. Like, if, yeah, I love it. Just so fast and the riffs, the drums, sick song. And I always buy it constantly. It really holds up too, doesn't it? And you're right, a bunch of 15, 16 year old kids writing music like that. And it's no wonder that they took over the world for a time there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's just, yeah, great song. I love it. Yeah, just like, because it was like the first CD I had and I would just play it all the way through all the time. Like, Silverchair is just one of them bands for me. Like, not a bad record for me. No, I was going to say, like, um, you mentioned it was your first CD. Does this still stack up as your favourite yeah. Silverchair album, would you say? Uh, it's between that and Neon Boardroom. It's up there for me. Yeah. Just hearing those songs live as well, like, it was insane. I remember, like, mum was like, oh, 
make sure you just sit back and stand back and watch. Me and my brother were on the barrier the whole night, which is pretty insane. Oh, that, I mean, it's pretty poetic. First album, Silver Chair. First gig, Silver Chair. Yeah, Silver Chair. How good is that? That's, yeah. that's a great combo. Yeah, so good. Cool. Well, I guess we'll um, we'll load that one up in uh, a few other tracks, and on the other side of this, we will talk through some more. Watch how the moon sits in the sky on a dark night Shining with the light from the sun The sun doesn't give light to the moon Assuming the moon's gonna go with one It makes me think of how you act for me You do favors there rapidly You just turn around and start asking me About things that you want back from me I'm sick of the tension, sick of the hunger Sick of you acting like I owe you this Find another place to feed your greed While I find a place to rest I wanna be in another place 
like you do and run away all the people I thought I knew I remember back then who you were You used to be calm, used to be strong, used to be generous But you should have known that you wear out your welcome And now you see how quiet it is all alone I'm so sick of the tension, sick of the hunger Sick of you acting like I owe you this Find another place to feed your greed Will I find a place to rest? I'm so sick of the tension, sick of the hunger Sick of you acting like I owe you this Find another place to feed your greed Will I find a place to rest?
at the top we had Madman by Silverchair. Then we had A Place for My Head by Linkin Park and Stockholm Syndrome by Blink. Talk us through those tracks, Jamie. Um, yeah, like Linkin Park was just another band. I think it was like in year six and just playing it flat out. Like, um, yeah, it's just a cool song. Like, it just I remember like me and my mates, you'd take it in turns. Like, someone would do Chess's bit, someone would do Mike's. Like, just growing up, like, it's just one of their albums. Like, everyone like loved Type and Theory, so. It's just six, six songs, like not a bad song on the album, and that one's just always stood out for me, just just heavy as, like, it's sick. But, yeah. I think it's been pretty cool that your first two songs haven't been, like, you know, big singles yet. I agree with Phil, like, um, two non-singles, even though, like, A Place in Your Head, A Place for My Head is, like a like, a big song. But, yeah, it's so cool to see, like, some recognition around those singles, especially for those two big albums as well. I always like the like the, all the singles are good, but, like, there's so many songs that could be the big singles and they're not. And that was one of them, I reckon. Mm. Like, that was one of the best best songs on that album. Yeah. Did you get a chance to see Linkin Park live um, when Chester was alive? Yeah, yeah. I saw him a few times, like, probably, like, four or five times. Yeah, fuck. I saw him on uh, Meteora Tour and Minutes for Midnight, then Soundwave and a few few of the Sidewaves. Like, I'd always try and go every time they came out. Just Because yeah. you knew you were going to get a show. Like, Lincoln Park's just insane live. Like, I remember, yeah. I think it was the Minutes for Midnight Tour. Chester broke his wrist and just... He just taped it up and just kept performing. Like, it was at the start of the set. It's just it's like, hectic. what a freak. Like, I'm spewing. I never got to see their, like, their own shows. I went to Soundwave and stuff, but, yeah. Spewing, I didn't get yeah. to see them properly. Yeah. So, moving on to Blink. Um, Stockholm Syndrome. Absolute banger. Yeah. Like, just how it starts with the drum and just sick, like, even like I think I was in year ten when that came out and just always on repeat. Still my favorite Blink record, like my favorite easily. And that song's just like from the get go, just fast as and just sick. Like Travis kills it. No, I think um, I've 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 seen your post lately with obviously the Blink reunion back, and I saw yeah. your post and you said the best uh, Blink record in twenty years or the best uh, music in twenty years. Did you be not a fan of anything like dogs eating dogs or none of that? Oh, uh, like I went back to them today because I'm like, I'll give them a listen. Like neighborhoods, it it just doesn't do it for me. Like, and I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm just old old man. Like, but I think that, that album, like self titled, is just a masterpiece. Like, and anything before that, like I'll listen. I don't know. It's just those albums I can just put on and listen, start to finish. Like. With the mm. previous, the later stuff, it's just you play a song, then you skip to, like, I don't know, just something to do it for me. Like, I'll still be, like, the biggest simp when Blink come out. Like, I'm I'm there. I'm there for the shows. Like, to see them all again, like, I've never seen them live. Like, the only time I saw them is when Travis didn't come out. Like, 
for yeah. Soundwave than the side side shows. Yeah, like I've never seen Blink as a the full. So I'll be there. Just got to yeah. get that. I just want to get a general mission. Like I don't want to. I don't want to sit down for Blink. Can't sit down at a Blink yeah. show. Got to be in the pit. I was at those side shows and I was heartbroken. I mean, I knew Travis wasn't yeah. going to be there, but something just didn't feel the same. So yeah. I'm itching for these shows. And like at Melbourne, like Sydney Bibles, that's not the worst venue for a blink show. Oh, I was up on the grass and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you're not at the front of the, the grass, you can't see. You just you no. just hear everything. Definitely a weird, weird venue for a blink. But... Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. keen. Hopefully, I can get a ticket tomorrow. For so second lot's tomorrow, right? And that, is that it? Yeah, that's Live Nations tomorrow. Then yeah, Generals Wednesday. Bit yeah. stiff. We didn't get Turnstile either on the support. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'd rather Turnstile any day over Rise Against. Yeah. Ooh. Rise Against put on a good show. Yeah, they they they're good live, but it's like give us Turnstile at that big venues. Well, I've seen Rise Again so many times through the years. Yeah. I'm itching to see Turnstile again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah last time I saw them was Unify 2019, then what they did a sideshow yeah, with, was it Citizen? Turnstile and Citizen? I think that was a sideshow. I think I didn't go to the sideshow, but I remember seeing them think, everyone was like, oh, Turnstile, like hardcore band. And I, I didn't really know who I was watching at the time. I thought they were pretty good. I listened to them a bit after yeah, that, but I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those day one turnstile people, unfortunately. <laughs> like Dave, yeah. and probably you, Jamie. Oh no, I'm not day one. Um, I jumped on on time and space. I started nonstop feeling like their first album. Yeah, nice. But they, I think they did a few seven inches before that, like probably like three yeah. seven inches before. Yeah. Yeah. Great band. So the next one is a big one for me. Um, and obviously you as well, Jamie. <laughs> but uh, it's Mutiny by Parkway. Yeah. Just like I think Parkway's best album, Killing of Smile, best breakdowns. And just that that's mainly like the memories from back in the day, like seeing Parkway play like Somerville, Mechanics Hall, like all the small venues. Yeah. Just all the fun memories back then, like when you're rowdy and like jumping off shit, like in the pit now, just old man, like I can't do it. So that, (laughs) it's just all the memories from back then, like all the fun times, like being Parkway and just that album in general. But that's still hands down, like my favorite Parkway song. Just heavy as fuck and just goes off the clip at the start just really sets the tone doesn't it i don't think yeah, it works yeah, i listen like... to it it doesn't have the it just it's not the same without the without um jack sparrow at the start <laughs> yeah yeah it's just you know you're in for a, a good one but yeah that that i love that song i mean you talk about like local shows back then i remember parkway were one of the first gateway bands into that next level of heavy music. I was listening to like, you know, bullshit, my space bands, stuff like that. But Parkway in the local scene was like, fucking, they were still playing small shows, but they were real heavy. And that's when I got into bands like the Red Shore and so forth. Um, 
and I remember seeing Parkway, yeah, play Tiny Rooms, No Barrier, like in the on when this album came out, and it's a revolutionary album, I think, in, in local heavy music. I remember I saw Parkway, I think it was like their first or second time in Melbourne to like 30 people. It just makes yeah, me feel that's... so old, like now, like I think it was at the tote. I think I saw Parkway yeah. at the tote. I'm just like, yeah, insane. Wouldn't say that now. God, no. Can you imagine? No. I'd love to see it, but it wouldn't. No. With obviously this being this album and as raw and heavy as it is, what are your thoughts on the new stuff? I actually like it. I just, it's it's sick. Like, I don't know. It's just everything about it. There's not a bad song on it, I don't reckon. Like, just sick. Yeah. And, like, it just shows how much, yeah, they've changed so much over the years, but, like, they do it well. They're still, like, Jeff's, yeah. Jeff's a madman. Like, his riffs, like, mm. yeah. I, I really think, like, I really like it. I can't wait for their big stadium tour they do, whatever that is. Like, they'll be doing yeah. probably Rod uh, I reckon. They did that tour. Last tour they did in Melbourne was at Margaret Court, I think. So they're yeah. probably right that Rod Laver's the next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Like, yeah. It would be sick. It, they'd have to bring out some big supports, I reckon. Hmm. But, yeah. I'm still I'll, spewing they cancelled that Hatebreed tour. I was keen uh, to see Hatebreed. Yeah. And, like, I end up hearing about all the sideshows that were going to happen. And it's <sighs> just like, oh, no. Like, like, um, Every time I die, I was going to play the Northgate social. Fuck it. Yeah. Man. When I, when I told Jono that, he's like, why are you breaking my heart? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, mean, I was actually like, talking to Dave today about every time I die. They don't have a bad album either. Like their whole catalog's amazing. Yeah. Gone too soon. Yeah. It's yeah. Gone. Yeah. Well, let's cue mutiny up now. Let's do some yeah. fly kicks in the in the studio. And yeah. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. The deepest circle of hell is reserved for betrayers and mutineers.
There we had uh, Mutiny by Parkway Drive, uh, followed by No Savior by Defeater, and then the year summer ended in June by Misery Signals. Now, I think from here on out, I'm really excited to talk about some of these. I'm sure Dave is as well. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk to us a bit about the Defeater track? Well, Defeater is my favorite band, hands down. Like, just a band that I've, I've always loved. Like, and I got their whole PC, like everything, every color, every test press. It's it's fucked. Like there's so many records. That is fucked. But that's insane. But yeah, like this one, like No Savior, it's just Jay's like guitar at the start. It's just so sick. Then as it, it just slowly builds up, builds up, and then Derek just comes in. And it's just a, a powerful, powerful emotional song, like. It's just sick, like, and it's so much, it's so good live as well, like, just Defeater can't do any wrong, like, what a band, so, yeah, but it's just a song, like, a band, that album, like, every time I go up to Sydney, like, and I stay at Offie's house, we always say, like, let's just chill out and put Letters Home on, and just sit there, don't, we, we, we never talk when it's on, we just sit back and listen to that, that record, because, it's a record we both love and we just mm. sit back and take it all in. Like it's just, it's flawless. Like what an album. Like, I love it. So, it's pretty yeah. crazy that you've got the full VC. Um, yeah. And I think you're right. That's a great album. I think, yeah. so what, where did, I'm curious to know, when did you first discover Defeater? Um, and kind of how did that love for that band grow? I remember just hearing a, a a single of travels and i'm like oh this band because like i was right into the hardcore scene back then and i was just like mm. i really like this band like then i was like i picked travels up like then i'm like i think it was like the second press maybe like i picked up the white or something then i just like i really love that album so i just kept going with it and i went back and got like all the previous like first press because mm. I think at first press it was like three or four colors. So back then it was easy to go back and get stuff. So, and it's just like yeah. one of them bands, like I've always loved, like, and then become mates with them. Like every time they toured, yeah. like just went and saw them and caught up with them. And, and yeah. That's and so then cool. with like the test presses, like I hit up Chris from Bridge Nine and I'm just like, these are the tests I'm after. Would you be interested in selling them? And he's like, yeah, name mm. a price. And I'm like, 
That's the worst question you can get asked. Like, no, <laughs> the worst question. Absolutely <laughs> the worst. Like, and I'm just like, fuck, like, how much do I offer? And I was just like, would you take, I think I said $200 Australian each, each release. And he's like, done. I'm like, that's insane. Because I know, like, empty um, sleepless nights, empty nights, sleepless nights. That goes for like yeah. 500 US, like alone for the test press. And, he's, and he was just like, I know you're going to keep it and you're going to hold on to it forever. So you're a collector, like you've always supported Bridge Nine. So I'll sell them to you dirt cheap. And yeah, so now yeah, I've got every color and every test press. I'm only missing one seven-inch test, but I've hit the feeder up. They don't know where they are. They never got one. Epitaph don't know. <sighs> they can't find it. So it's just the little seven-inch they did for a banded. They did, like, two track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Epitaph don't even know where they are. Like, so there, there was probably only one test for us. <sighs> someone's got it. <laughs> But, and yeah, it's just, I mean, you don't see defeater. Rec- I've I've never seen a defeater press uh, test press come up in the wild, like ever. Like I know Bridge Nine do like auctions every now and then, and there might be a defeater mm. one. But I think I bought my travels one on eBay US. I think it cost me like two hundred fifty US. But I was like, mm. I'm happy to pay that. But. And then on Defeater's last Australian tour, they toured with Bane. And I did, um, I went to both Melbourne shows and Sydney. So Melbourne shows were first. And when I went to Sydney, me and Oppie were talking to Derek after. I'm like, hey, Derek, you should let me do guest vocals on a song tomorrow night. And he's like, you know the set, you picked your song. I'm like, oh, that, really? What? Yeah. So that, that was at um, Board Stag, so Probar. So, yeah, I got to do guesties with my favorite band, which was insane. So, that's was, so cool. I, that's hectic. I picked um, Countenance. That was their last song they closed with. So I'm like, I'll do that song. Like, then I remember just like so nervous, like the whole night. Just drinking pints after pints, like I'm just like, I got to get some beers <laughs> into me, like. Then yeah, and it was funny as well. Like when I went side stage, I'm like nervous as fuck, just drinking. <laughs> like, am I gonna do this? And I like, I was while I was waiting, um, Maud's from Break Even was their t- TM for the Australian tour. Oh shit! And they're like. <laughs> And, like, the whole time I'm, like, I get to do guest vocals with my favourite band. Then one of my favourite vocalists is waiting, like, on the side of the stage. And I'm, like, more nervous. I'm, like, because Break, <laughs> Break Even and Defeater are, like, my favourite bands, hands down. And just, like, no, nah, but, like, it was fun. As Derek's, like, no, nah, you, you did, you killed it. Like, you went fine. But it was just, yeah, like, hardcore show handing the mic out, like, to the crowd as well. Like, the crowd's getting into it. Like, it's just a, like, surreal moment. Like, something I'll cherish forever. That is, like, every little hardcore boy's dream. Yeah. Then, like, Derek, I was talking to Derek 
after or like a couple of days after and he's like next Australian tour we do whenever that is like I'm still it's been seven years but I'm waiting he's like there's a <laughs> there's a spot in the van for you for the whole tour so that would be sick like to go on tour with Defeater if it ever happens yeah absolutely but hopefully well, when they do come back, I want you to, um, can you please do the mic, like get on stage and do a, do a guess? Because I would love to oh, see every that. every night. I didn't I'll even know you could, I didn't night. even know you could scream like that. <laughs> no, I just, I just got up and just like, yeah, I guess have a go with vocals with my favorite band. Like I'll give it a crash. Like, but Fuck yeah. I think That's it was awesome. like the 20 beers I drank before and <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the ballsy move, dude. That's that's a great story. Yeah, and it was the sold-out show as well, so I was, like, even more nervous. Like, I don't, What's Crowbar, like, yeah. 400? Just, I think, yeah. Pretty good one. Yeah, decent. That's solid. Right. So the next song as well um, that we just listened to there was The Year Summer Ended in June by Misery Signals, a heavy hitter. Talk us through that one. Um, just like, again, like one of the best metalcore albums ever released, I reckon it's up there and just that tribute to, uh, their mates that died, like Jordan and Daniel, like, it's just heavy, flat out. Like, it's just, it's an emotional song. Like you still, still hits it every time you listen to it. You're just like, Oh, like poor guys, like what they went through. And it's just. Yeah, you you guys write that album as well, eh? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They don't do metalcore like that anymore. No, nah, like, like that early two thousands is like Chef's Kiss metalcore. Yeah, whole different level. But yeah, it's just that song, that album. Like it's just start to finish. Like you can just play it, and don't skip a song, and it's just that song always stood out like for me. It's just, I love it. It's good. You get emotional every time. <laughs> well, I was really late to uh, Misery Signals. I only got into this album this year through Dave and our other friend, Charlie, um, who, yeah, also kind of hailed this record as the best metalcore album of all time. And me, you know, a little bit younger, listening to Amity and stuff like that, thinking, fuck, what's this, what's this record from the early 2000s? Um, yeah, it blows my mind. And it's aged so well. Um, I've always wanted it just to have that album on record, like, but it's just, they never pop up. Like, I was so lucky to get the box set, like, but it's just, it's just one of those albums, like, I love. Just start to finish every time. Did you get the, um, the live press they just did? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I was, I went online to get it, but I don't think they were supposed to Australia merch now at the moment. So oh. I hit up Norbert from Silverback and I got a post of the hymn, then he sent it out when it arrived. But yeah, that's, that. yeah that's, I love it. That's a good album. I always listen to that on YouTube because it's on YouTube, like the, the whole the whole live recording. How does it hold up to, compared to the studio recording? Yeah, like it's it's good. Like it's, it's sick, like. I think you can still get it. I think Resist have a couple of copies, but it's really good. Like, it's great press. 
just sounds sick. Like you gotta play it loud. I think when you listen to it, like, but it's it's good. I love it. But yeah, hopefully Misery Signals tour next year. Yeah, that'd be that would good. be that would be awesome because I love I love Ultraviolet. I think that's like all four of their albums are really good, but that's probably my second favorite. And I think it's just like like it just hits really just as hard as um as the early stuff. So um yeah, I'm super pumped to see that live. I really rather like Jesse of Jesse's vocals as well. Like Carl's good, but like Jesse's just on a whole different level. Yeah. It's just mm. if it just feels more misery signals with him as vocals, I reckon. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, the next song in the next bracket that we'll play, uh, one of my favourite bands, really keen to talk about this one. It is uh, Reflection by Counterparts. Talk to us about that one because I think it's an interesting Counterparts choice song and I'm keen to know why you picked it, You're like what you think of the band and everything. Yeah, so with this song, like, this one sort of, it hits home a lot, like, when, you, when you're just in a bad headspace, like, what what it's about like just fighting the demons inside you like i don't know like counterparts have always been a band that helped me like and this one it just it still helps me now like when you're having a shit time like it's just like i can relate to the song so much and uh, it just helps me like Mm. sometimes you get a bit teary when you listen to it it's just one of them songs for me like it's just i can just relate to it so much like I think, like, every time I say what's my favourite Counterparts record, I always say well, this album because it's just, it's just helped me so much. Like, I need, when it came out, I just needed that album. And, yeah. Yeah. That's what the reason behind I picked that song. It's just one of them songs that always helped me. Like, when you're just fighting them demons with yourself, like, that's what the whole song's about. Like, I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was where I jumped cool. on counterparts. So I didn't yeah. listen to their stuff before this and this album, like you said, it's incredible. It came out what over 10 years ago now and it feels like it hasn't yeah, aged a day. 2011. I think it came out. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely my, it's up there as my favorite counterparts record. Yeah. Like McCollum's like, mate, that's the worst counterparts record. I'm like, no, nah. it's so it's just how much that album helped me. Like, when I needed it, like yeah, my f- my favorite would be between between this and probably the latest one. They're probably top two for me. Like mm. um, a eulogy for those still here hits me really really hard. Like it yeah. just it just flows really well. But this track in particular really builds really well. It's almost like an emo track at the start with like all the the sounds and stuff, and it's really like like very much of its time but then it just gets into it and just really smashes it i actually just like before i was getting ready for this i watched a youtube live video of it and it's just the emotion behind it like he's so vulnerable like Mm. like he puts his heart on his sleeve like brendan i'll need to find that video because i haven't seen him i haven't seen this live like in a video or anything so i'll need to find that I'll, I'll send it to you, the one I watched. It was good. I think it was from, like, 2012. Like they, I don't think they play 
in years. They haven't played in years, but that's no, good. No. Good video. So spicy question: If if this is your favorite, and people probably don't think this is the best, what do you think is the worst? <laughs> oh, uh, everyone will hate me. I would say tragedy. I still can't get into it. <sighs> that's mine. That's one I don't. I can't get into it either, and I don't get it. I like. Um, I don't. I've I've tried. Like I try. Like every now and then, I will just put it on. And I just. I don't know. I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Unless the like, it just it feels it's something like about it. kind of rushed or something. Like they just they just rushed it and put it out. Or, I don't know. I can't get into it. Like I agree. It's, no, it's not. It's not me. Too. Today. But like, no, I don't no. know. I think I really like nothing left to love. Is that what it was called? Yeah, I think so. Was that? Yeah. The the last record. That was probably my favorite for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. But like, as a catalog, they they everything's good. It's just tragedy; it doesn't do it for me. But yeah, everything else is sick. It's a good take. Well, I'm keen. Let's load it up, and then we've got some heavy hitters coming in the other side. So, um, yeah, we'll spin this one up.
Okay, so at the top there we had Reflection by Counterparts. Then we had Happiness by the Kilowatt by Alexis on Fire. Then November 18th by Breakeven. And Youngbloods by Amity. What a bracket. Huge. Yeah, Yeah, like great songs though. They're they're played like on the daily or weekly sometimes. Just the songs I always love. Let's talk about um, Happiness by the Kilowatt. That was an interesting version that I guess you, you picked, um, but it's still a great, great rendition of it. 
Yeah. I think that, that one's just always stood out for me, just because, like, Dallas Green's my favorite vocalist. Like, I can just listen to him for hours, like, him and Alexis, CD and Color, like, just perfect voice, like, and that, that cover, that version of Happiness is just insane, like, his vocals are on a whole different level, like, and it's just, it's perfect, like, it's what a cover, I mean, not, not a cover, like, just what a song, like, in general. Mm. Like, that's the song that got me into City in Color. Like yeah. hearing the live version, yeah, at the end of the the live City in Color album, mm-hmm. was like turn the corner for me. And yeah. that I think I always listen to that version over the one over um, Watch Out. Yeah, and like just that whole that laid back EP they did. Like I think it only came out in the box set, and like I'm like one day I will own it, mm-hmm. the record of it. Like it's just. It's perfect, like that. That EP you just put on and you just sit back and chill. Like it's just a good album to sit on and just sit back and relax. And just like his vocals are just on a whole different level. Like he can fucking sing. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. why that's why I picked that one. Just it was mainly just Dallas's vocals, like let it shine, like show it let people listen to what he can do, like, because he's an amazing vocalist. And Alexis have always been, and just, like, Alexis in general has, like, always been a band. Like, every time they come out, you try and go go to their shows, like, just because you know you're going to get a show. Like, Mm. yeah. I, I hadn't listened to that version of that song, I reckon, in a long time, years. And I got genuine goosebumps listening to it again. Uh, yeah, just insane. Beautiful. And, and you're right. He's got one of the best voices going around for sure. It's just like, you know how everyone says, like, what's one person of band you would love to meet? Mine's always been Dallas Green. Like, if I meet him, like, I'd probably, like, fangirl so hard. Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm like, one day. It's acceptable. I'd probably like meet him and just like stutter. Like I just wouldn't know, wouldn't say anything. I was just, I don't know. It's just always been a vocalist. Like I've always wanted to meet. Like it's just, I rate him so much. Like he's out there for me. I think they see, he seems like, or Alexa seems like an accessible band. Yeah. Like because they're not from America, they're from Canada and Mm. they love coming out here a lot. Like it's a possibility that you could bump into him pretty easily, I reckon. Yeah. Um, And that's, that would be so cool just to, to kind of bump into yeah. him pre-show yeah. and just get a photo, have a chat. Yeah. Yeah. Their last Australian show, like, they played Festival Hall. And I just remember the sing-alongs that night. Like, the band didn't need to sing the whole night. Like, the crowd was just that involved. Like, it was just one of, it was one of my favourite gigs. Like, Jace asked me the other week, what's your favourite gig? And I was like, I think it was Alexis on fire at Festival Hall. Like, it was just mm-hmm. one of the one of those shows. Like, just got goosebumps like the whole time. I miss Festival Hall so much. <laughs> like, fucking, oh, yeah. yeah. But um, no, you're right. I was just gonna say, I think Dallas as well would be. I just think he he comes off really approachable, right? <laughs> like, if you did see him, yeah, he wouldn't yeah. feel like he's like bigger than anyone. I think he'd just actually want to chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I reckon as well. It's just. You just get, I would get so nervous because it's just someone like I've always wanted to meet, like, and he's just, I just, and he would be so chilled. He'd probably be like asking me questions and just hanging out, like, 
Hopefully. Hopefully one day. Yeah. I'll be back. Hopefully, yeah. I get nervous talking to fucking local bands, let alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, moving on to Break Even and November 18th, another absolute banger, but a real gem of Australian hardcore. So, yeah, like Break Even's my favorite band. They're up there with Defeater, Break Even. And just this song, like November 18th, it's just, this the last day. No, it's the day their guitarist died, Rowan committed suicide and it's just like a tribute out to him and just like always check on your friends in a way like because you never know it could be the last Mm. day you see him like and just like like the the title the uh the the line like and the boat sails on like even like bands have used that line in some of their songs like down the track like it's just always check on your mates like you never know when you, what they're going through, like, it's just one of them songs, like, even, like, they would always play it live, and it's just, like, you always just, it just hits you, like, hard, like, and it's just, yeah, emotional song, like, Break Even, like, The Bright Side is just one of them albums, like, if you haven't heard it, like, listen to it, it's on, it's on everything, it's definitely worth a listen, like, that album is just a masterpiece. Like, I'm a big fan of this album, and like, this is a like a, a perfect closer as well to a really heartfelt album. And it's just, yeah, you you almost it stops you in your tracks a little bit when you listen to it because you're like, really, you can feel the weight of the situation, and it really makes you send a message to that mate you may have may not have spoken to for a couple of years or or something just to make sure that everyone's okay. It's one of those great great messages that you get from yeah. music. And like Maud's always addressed it every show, like this November eighteenth, like their last song, like after this show he's like, check on your mates, like send someone a text, like just see how they're going. Like, cause you, like like we said, like you just don't know what people go through, like that story, like someone could be at rock bottom and a text message could save it all. Like you just don't know. Like, but just this album in general, like it's just up. Like it's, I me and Jacob always said like we don't want to do represses, but I'm like I want to repress the bright side mm. so I can own a test press because it's like my grail is to get. <laughs> The, the bright side test press, but like, I'm like, let's just do one little um, repress and we'll try and do that just so I could have a test press. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't happen. I'd like just a copy of the record, so that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I've got, I've got like seven, I've got seven copies of it. <laughs> so I've got each color, and then I've got three Fuck. of the, the screen prints that were. I think they're limited to 39, so I've got three of them in different colours. Fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Break Even, it's always been a band. I've always loved that band. So that's why Mm. it's just like I've even got their demo tapes. Like I think the demo tapes were limited. They did 75 over three colours, and I've got two of them, so. I just need to track down the last colour, but 
they're impossible to get. Like no one, anyone that has them, doesn't want to sell them. So I've never seen any yeah. of those in the wild. So good yeah. luck. No, me yeah. either. They're they're <laughs> hard to get. I mean, I was lucky. I I think I came across one on the hardcore merch page. Like, mm. But yeah, cassette demos. Yeah, sick. Very cool. So I think the like well the next one is a, another one that we all we all cherish a little bit, and that's uh, Young Bloods by Amity. This one's about mainly the story behind it, like why it's one of the the last songs I picked. But uh, back in like uh, what was it like 2011, I went to Sydney Soundwave. Like I made the trip up with. I think it was like a dozen of us. We all made, went up and did Sydney. Then we did heaps of Sydney side shows that week. Then we flew back the day. I think it was the day off Melbourne Soundwave. Then we just went airport to Soundwave. But like this one was just like. So Soundwave was the Sunday, I think, in Sydney. And the Monday was the Young Lights film clip. And me and my friend, like, Danny, we ended up going. I think it was just a competition on Facebook, like, send an email and you could win to be, like, an extra. And we're like, yeah, we'll do it. Then we went to the film clip and then I was hanging out with this guy all day. I'm like, oh, this guy's cool. Like, we're just hanging out because we're always out the front. And, like, we're just hanging out all day. Like, I'm like, this guy's cool. Then, like, no, me, because I'm just hopeless with my phone. I'm like, oh, I didn't even get his, like, details, like Facebook or mobile number. So then uh, we went to the sideshow the next night, and it was it was Bring Me, Amity, then Asking Alexandra out, Roundhouse. And I bumped into the same guy. And I'm like, I remember bumping into him, and I just threw my phone at him, like, put all your details like give me all your details and this guy <laughs> is was Cameron Oppie like he's my best mate now like and it's just like that song has so much meaning for me just because it made a friend friend for life like it made for life so that's why that tracks there that's it's a awesome cool story. song as well it's a cool story as well it's just I've met my best mate at the Young Gods film clip like so yeah and, yeah, then we've been best mates ever since, like 10, 11 years, I think. So, And I finally converted him into being a Panthers fan, so he finally jumped <laughs> oh, on the bullshit. bandwagon. Finally did he not follow it before or did you just? Uh, he said he did, but, like, he just wasn't interested in, as in a, as much. But just because I'm so passionate about it, yeah. he's like, no, I really, I really like it now. Like, yeah, just because we're winning every every year, mate. You jump just because you're winning. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but that, that's why that song's in there for me. Like, it's just, it's it's not a mate. It's a brother. I'm getting a brother out of it in a way. Mm. Like, this is a friendship with him is the best bit. So. Yeah, and it's, it was a fun day as well. Like, can you see yourself in the video clip? 
If I go and watch the video clip after this, can oh, I yeah. see you in it? Yeah, yeah. I think oh, like I'm in it that. like probably like twelve times. I'm in there a lot. Oh like, shit! Because we're just out the front, like. So like, I think it's like from like ten seconds in, you'll see me and Cameron side by side. Because we're like standing like a meter away from Joel like the whole day. So oh, we'll just like. We were That's always so cool. just like, we'll get to the front because then we'll be in it, like, and just pushing our way through, like. But, no, no it was a good day. It's just, I think they played young ones, like, six hours back straight, like, and it's just like, at the end of the day, you're just like, fuck, I'm over this song. But now, it's, <laughs> now, now you're just like, you, you want to hear it live, like, you just wish they would play it live. Mm-hmm. That won't happen, I don't reckon. No. Well, they play um, it, but it's like 30 seconds. Yeah, that like bullshit little medley yeah. they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's the reason why that was my last track. Just no. The story behind it. Like, yeah. And it's the sixth mm. song anyway. So. Well, what is your favourite Amity album? Uh, probably Young Ones Several ties. I really like several ties. That was sick. Because, mm. like, back then, like, shows were just insane. Like, it was just hectic. Yeah. And all the guest vocals on Fruity Lexia. Yeah, nice. yeah that... Like, Crafter, yeah. JJ, <laughs> Hamlet Roberts. Like, <laughs> what more could you want? Like, and the um, Matt Wright from The Getaway Plan. Like, his little songs cool as fuck. Fruity Lexia, I think, was one of the craziest songs when I was like when I was younger. Like yeah. every person you'd speak to in, in the local scene would be like, "It's one of my favorite songs." Yeah. <laughs> and every time it would come on, it'd be, yeah, yeah. A sick time. But yeah, I, I like their last uh, their last EP was sick. Was, oh, unreal! Yeah, really good. And like I've heard a demo from the new album, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's 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 pretty fast and full on so they're gone they're gone heavy and fast the demo i heard so yeah but yeah yeah well, joe played me, was pretty heavy yeah joe played me a little snippet on his phone when we're weighing it out so it's sick hmm. i think it's not due out until like mid next year the album ages away oh fuck yeah Nick, next year will That's be a big year for music. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a Young Lads uh, tour. When did that come out? How old is that album now? Uh, 2010, I think. That is? Was it June? Fuck. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, June 2010. So what's that, 12 years? Oh, that's right, because this is meant to be the 10 yeah. years for Chasing Ghosts and that spicy repress yeah. we were hoping for. <laughs> but yeah. That was like yeah. the start of last year and just the colours, but that's all right. Do you have a, what's your worst Amity album? What's our worst yeah. Amity album? Everyone hates me what I say. I know. Mine's going to be, um, this can be Heartbreak is my least favourite. Yeah. I just Bullshit. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I don't know. Chasing 
Mess Chasing Ghost Dog. It's got like some bangers on it, but then I don't know. I think it's just the timing that came out. Like I don't know. Just I'll, I I enjoy it more, but there was a time like I wouldn't even listen to it. And like really, people, people, yeah, people like you're a fuck weird. Like how could you not like it? Like, <laughs> young young wives is way better several times, but. I appreciate it more now than I go back. But yeah, mm. I think mine's probably like this. Is, this could be heartbreak. That's, That's the one I never yeah. really got into. And I, I've even got I've got the whole VC of Amity as well. So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, even the hazers. Oh, yeah. you've got all. The so hazes. when I I remember when I picked my hazers up. They're like, oh, we saved you these ones. I'm like, oh, cool. And it's all the last numbers of every color. So it's like 50, 50, 150, 150. Oh, shit. Oh, Yeah, nice. so they're all like the last numbers of each. That's cool. Then like the test press is like 10 of 10, like, which is pretty cool as well. So it's like if I ever sell it, it's like you got to sell it. That's actually really cool. Yeah. But. Yeah, I remember I'm like I had a, by that. <laughs> I had a second green haze back in the day, and I sold it for like two hundred bucks. I'm like, I wish I kept it because they go for like two grand or something now. It's crazy what they go for. Yeah, it's insane. But, yeah, it's nuts. You may be able to tell us actually. Is it true that only twenty five of those green hazes are in the wild? Um, of the fifty, I know. The band, I think the band got like two or three copies each of the greens. Then, yeah, I think like 2,400. I don't know. Was it 2,400 back then? Or was it just UNFD store? I don't think so. I think like they only put yeah. up like um, 25 to the public. And it was at, I remember it was at like a random time, like 11 a.m. They all went up and. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think only like there's probably only like thirty out there, unless the band. I know, like I think management kept a couple each as well, but who knows? It's such a weird thing, like to hold so many mm-hmm. back. I don't think anyone will know the real story. Of yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no. It's the same as there's a, apparently a box of cave-in seven inches sitting in the twenty four hundred warehouse somewhere. I think it's just one of those things that will never get answered. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've heard there is. There's like 200 of them out there. Right. It's That's just crazy. like, just put it up. Like, I remember like they came across a, a box of um, North Lane Hollow Existence and they just put them up. Like, it was on their website for like $15 or CD back in the day. Like, they need to just do Shit. that. Like, yeah, I think they found like ten of them, and they just chucked them all up on the site. I don't even know what they go for now or existence. That'd be ideal. Crazy. So I guess that caps off the ten songs, um, but I guess we've got an extra eleventh song that we're keen to talk about today. Uh, so we're recording on the seventeenth of the tenth. This will come out on Wednesday, the nineteenth, uh, at about seven or eight o'clock. Um, and a few hours before this would have just dropped, Jamie, you would have had an announcement go up. Do you want to talk us through a bit about what that was? Yeah, so probably for the last, oh, I don't know, six months, we've been working on something special. 
and we're going to be pressing Kiss Tracy, United Paper People. So, yeah, it's one of my favourite albums. Like, when I, when I was doing my playlist, I had so many Kiss Chases in it, songs started with, but I'm like, no, nah, we'll leave it out so it doesn't give away any hints, like, during nice. the, the conversation. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just, like, um, I remember Dave, Dave hit me up and he's like, oh, would you want to do Kiss JC? I'm like, it's a no-brainer, like, 100%. Like, then Dave got the ball rolling, then we got in contact and it's just been a fun project so far. Like, it's just, the colorways we've got, like, are insane. Like, it's just sick. Like, we're doing, like, a gatefold, a booklet, crazy colorways. It's just, everything about it is just special, like. We just got, we're, this is like, we've gone all out for this release. Like, we've done stuff we haven't done before in a release. So, yeah, we're excited and we just hope everyone else is because what an album, like, you know, pay for people. Like, I remember buying that CD in Kmart, I think, back in the day. So now we're part of the pressing, like, it's insane. Like, we're coming up with good things. So there's, there's going to be a lot of hype with Kiss Tracy with this release as well. But yeah. The colours. So we're doing like a colour bomb. There's one colour. Then we're doing a yellow and red pinwheel. Pinwheel, sorry. Oh, shit. Pinwheel. Oh, nice. I've purposely not asked you any questions about the pressings or anything just to, to kind of keep the... Just keep a lid on it, <laughs> mainly, and just really kind of like let you guys do your thing as well, because it's um, I know a lot of work goes into into like this whole part, like the designs and and working with the band and stuff. So you don't need me pestering you about it <laughs> like every every week or anything. So I really appreciate the work that you guys have have put into it because um, as I said when I hit you up, it was just a, a tiny little pipe dream. And I uh, still have to pinch myself, and I don't think I'll even believe it until it comes out. Until I see it <laughs> up on the up on the page. Another cool thing with this release is like we've got the original artist; he redid the artwork for us. Oh so shit! It's pretty cool. Like yes, yeah, nice. So yeah, so what he's made is just insane. It's just so crazy. It's like one of my favorite albums, and just. The, that little summit distro logo on the back mm. is just like insane. Like what a moment. Like like who would think like you get the work? But that album is like it's in my top five of all time, like Kiss Chasing. And now we're part of pressing it, like, yeah. which is insane. I think it's really cool what Summit have been doing. So, you know, you guys are out there to press stuff that hasn't been pressed in the past. You spoke before about not really doing represses except for hopefully break even one day. Um, and I'm sure through this whole process, you've pressed heaps of records that you've loved. Um, like I know the bride was one that I could know JB we've spoken about. Um, like young lions, I think was awesome as well. Would this stack up like on top of the stuff you've done? Yeah, it's, it's definitely like my favorite release hands down with, we're doing, we're done. Like, The Bride was pretty special as well, just because President Road is a sick album, like. Yeah. And we got it all collab with UFD with it. But, no, nah, Kiss Chasey's up there, like. And especially, like, 
as exclusive just for us, like which is even more special, like. So it's pretty cool, mm. like. And like the guys, they've been incredible. Like, we got like an email, the email chat, like with everyone and the artists, and it's just there's been hundreds and hundreds of emails, but like just the journey with it all has like been so fun. Like, it's just, just yeah. It's just I never thought like we would get to do this with Summit, like, and now it's just like what's 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 next? Like, who knows? what this will do for summer in general. Like it'll probably put us on a whole different level. But just stay humble and enjoy the ride. Yeah. I I reckon yeah. it's gonna be a um a bit of a like a we're here moment for you guys. Like I know yeah. you guys have done yeah. like twenty releases number twenty coming. Yeah. So like but it's no, just gonna be like, yeah, 20. we we're in business. So Yeah. The funny thing is, Kiss JC is number 21, so it's like your 21st is always a big one. And it's just like, yeah, our 21st is Kiss JC, <laughs> yep. so it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, but, yeah, we're just doing – we've got two colorways on – each color is limited to 150. So the boys just wanted to keep it small because they, they don't think they, they it will sell, but we're like, mate, it's going to sell, like, yeah. Stop stressing, like yeah, people are gonna jump on <laughs> yeah. this, like it's gonna be, yeah, like yeah, we're just stoked to. Sorry, I was just saying, like I think on all the summit posts that you've had, there's always two two records or two bands that people ask for repeatedly, or maybe three yeah. a little bit, but it's this album, yeah, um, or this band, yeah, it's always um, it's always Kiss Chasey and. House first hurricane. And um, people always ask, yeah, I've like I've tried, <laughs> I've sent emails, messages. It's just I don't know. Maybe Kiss JC will help this house first hurricane Maybe. to get done. They might be like these guys mean business. And then I guess uh, another question I had. So this has obviously been in the works for a long time, and I know Dave. I've tried to not ask you too many things about it because I haven't wanted to know either. But how, how did you start, I guess, get the convo going and then pass on to Summit? Like, how did that happen? Did you know them from a prior life or was it just you threw a Hail Mary out there and it kind of landed and then? Yeah, like, um, I've always been a big Kiss JC fan, like, always went to their shows. I've, like, spoken to them, like, over the years, but, like, obviously I'm just another like guy at a show like I don't know him on a personal level then yeah Dave got help us get in contact then we sent emails off through summit and then it's just been like working together for the last six months on it pretty much so if it wasn't for Dave this wouldn't be happening mm. bit of a background from my end um, I went to primary school and high school with Carl mm-hmm. the drummer and um, I worked at Richie's with uh, with Daz, the <laughs> singer, and who's a, he's actually <laughs> my best mate's cousin. Turns out to be like a, a connection wow. there as well. And I also went to like preschool with Joel uh, down in Belnaring. So, um, but I didn't actually have any contact with them. So I messaged Carl, and I was like, "Dude, do you guys want? Would you guys be keen to press the vinyl?" And he's he said, "Oh." 
yeah, like it sounds like a cool idea, but I'm not the person to ask. You need to get in touch with, with Daz. But I couldn't get in touch with Daz because he doesn't have much of a like a social media presence or anything. So I actually tracked down Jai, um, Jai who used to run Below Par Records, who lives in LA now. And he's like, hit him up on Twitter. He sent me a DM and he um, he's like, I meet, I'm catching up with Daz tomorrow for lunch in LA. I saw him DJ last night. We're going out for lunch. I'll have a chat with him and get back to you. And then I got Joel's email address and we were just going backwards and forwards and did a little bit of that. And then, yeah, when they said, let's go, it was the day after they announced they were playing good things. And, um, yeah, I passed the, passed the ball on to, to Jamie and, and that's where we're at. Yeah. Insane. Forever grateful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm glad you did it because I wouldn't have been able to do it my myself. <laughs> awesome. And so I guess, Jamie, the cup goes on sale on Friday? Yeah, uh, Friday at 6 p.m. Um, so that's like 6 p.m. Melbourne time. So it's like 5 p.m. Brisbane, Queensland. Then I don't know for everyone else. It's that fucking time yeah. of the year where there are like five no, different times. Get yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I reckon getting quick, like I'm confident as yeah. like, I'm saying five minutes. I reckon it's going to sell like, especially like Kiss JC pushing it. It's just going to, it's going to go crazy. Yep. 300 won't be enough. It's good. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Would you ever repress your own stuff, yeah. Jamie, or is that kind of a future question? <laughs> um, we might repress something, but it's too early. Uh, it's too early yeah. to say. I'm work. I'm working on my next big project, like because the the raffle was insane. Like so much mm. work in that. So now I've started my next project. So awesome. That that will hopefully cool. get announced by the end of the year. Nice. So. Spicy. Yeah. We're booked out for the rest of the year and start off next year we've got stuff lined up. So busy times, so it's good. Well, I guess we'll um I guess we'll finish it there. So we'll play um a, a song from the record to, to close off. But I guess Jamie, is there anything else you want to plug um before we kinda kick that off? Uh no, just thanks to everyone for supporting Summit and like having our backs and letting us do something cool. Like without the people buying records, like we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. And just thank you to everyone. Like we really mm-hmm. appreciate it. And just thank thanks to you guys for having me for a chat. Like it was been fun. Like some cool music. Like we got to talk about. Yep. And yeah, just thank you. I appreciate it. No, thank you. Sweet as dude. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again, and um, yeah, we'll load it up, Dave, and yeah, we'll see you all next time. This is a toast to all the people listening. I hope it gets stuck in your head. Tap your feet and quickly click your fingers 
Yeah. 